N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk yep. Swinging for the fences, knock it out the park This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk Woo. Christian and Chris, of course SGR This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York, Yankee Sports Talk uh. Record, rain and shine, grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T, you're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 301 of the NYYST podcast We're presented to you by NYY News TV. I'm your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You. We are not live tonight, okay, but we are recording during the Yankee game on Monday night. It is the top of the seventh as we're uh, currently watching here. Aaron Judge is uh, one for three, but that one is a check swing single to third base. We're still waiting for 62. A couple weeks ago, I asked you if there was any scenario other than an injury that you, that you saw where he doesn't do it. And, uh, he's running out of chances, man. Well, he should get another, uh, Hicks up. So that's six. So even if they go one, two, three, seven, eight, uh, he, he will be up again in the eighth inning, so he'll get at least one more at bat today. Boone said that he's going to play both ends of the doubleheader on Tuesday. Uh, if I thought the doubleheader was Wednesday. No, it's because uh, Wednesday's last day, day of the season, so oh, okay. playing doubleheader on Tuesday. Okay. Uh, so Boone said that they are going to try to uh, get him in there for both ends of the doubleheader if he doesn't hit 62. I mean... I, I'm tired of waiting for it, dude. It's just like, yeah. just get it over with already. Yeah. yeah, it's tough. It's tough. And you know what it is? And I've been vocal about this on Twitter because a lot of people are like, oh, he's pressing. He's pre-. I, don't, I don't think he's been pressed. But yesterday, he, on Sunday, yeah. he, it seemed like he was pressing a little bit on Sunday. Yeah, he was going out of the zone a little bit when you normally wouldn't see him go out of the zone. Um, and... You, it's understandable. I mean, I, I don't think he was pressing so much to break the record as it was to do it in front of the crowd. I really think he wanted to do it for the Yankee fans there. Yeah, but yesterday was really the first time that you've seen him yeah. a little out of sorts. For sure. For um, sure, because a couple at-bats, they kind of... I don't know if the, if the pitchers are pitching around him or if they, you know, they got the nerves going too. They don't want to throw him a meatball because you want to make him earn it. I need to find the stats, so continue but, what you were saying. But, you know, over time in that game, he, he got, I mean, how many good pitches did he get? He saw the most pitches where he was able to really do something with in yesterday's game, and he just couldn't get it done. Right, so Brian Hulk, I'm sorry, Brian Hulk tweeted this before Sunday's game. Since number 60, Judge has seen 74 of 224 pitches in the strike zone. That's a 33% clip. That's crazy. Since 61, that rate dropped from uh, from 33% to 26.1%. The major league average for seeing pitches is 48.7%. Yeah, so not only is he pressing to, to break the record, but he's also pressing because he knows he's not getting many pitches to hit and he wants to do the most, make the most out of the ones he is. And like I said, you saw him kind of go out of the zone, which is very uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic of him. You saw him do it a couple, multiple times in multiple at bats. Um, so that's what led me to believe he was pressing. But before we go any further, let me ask you, where are you on the lot on watching the game right now? Because I'm, I'm, I'm watching on my phone and I'm behind. I'm sure. I don't know. Well, is Higashioka staying at the plate? Higgy just got up. No pitches thrown yet. Uh, did they make a pickoff attempt? They just threw over. Yeah, so you're probably a good seven, eight seconds behind. Not terrible. I'll take it. Okay, so... Um, what, and at bat, at least in that bat here on Monday night, Three more games. I'm still going to say he gets it done at some point. Maybe even if it's not done by Wednesday, maybe somebody throws him a cookie because uh, Perez, who's the starter for Texas tonight, said that they got a lot of respect for Judge. They're not going to pitch around him. Uh, they're also not going to 
he basically said, like, we're not going to just serve it up to him, but we're going to go after him and, and see if he can get it done. You know, they're not playing for anything. The Yankees aren't playing for anything. They're locked into that two seed. They'll get uh, the bye and the, what do you call it? Uh, they'll be playing uh, on Tuesday, the October 11th for, uh, for game one in the, the American League Division Series, which right now, I believe, who's in that slot right now? Let me look that up. It's going to be Cleveland and Toronto, no? Is it Cleveland and Toronto? I believe so. As of right now, yeah. No, it's Cleveland and Tampa is the 3-6 matchup. That's the uh, That would be, if the season ended today, who the Yankees would face. So it's definitely going to be Cleveland. Cleveland's locked into the three spot as the other division winner. Why wouldn't and the then, Astros face the 3-6? Because they get the... They want they're they because um, if Cleveland wins, they get they have to be guaranteed a lower seed. They wouldn't get the the higher seed. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Okay, gotcha. So it looks like it's gonna. I mean, Tampa's uh, two behind Seattle. So it looks like it's probably gonna be uh, that three six matchup is gonna be Tampa and Cleveland. Um, Cleveland's sneaky good. It worries me a little bit if the Yankees would have to play them. If they play Tampa, I think the Yankees should win that in four. To be oh, I'm not worried you. about Cleveland either. There's really, even from the start of the season, there's been one team that, that we're all worried about, and rightfully so. And it, and it remains to be, you know. I would not want to play Toronto in the division series. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But the the uh, the Yankees, I don't think they have a problem per se, but, I mean, if you're really thinking about it, they need to – let me rephrase that. The, the game one starter of the postseason is more of a status thing than anything. Would you yeah. say that? Um, in, what, in what way? Internally? Or, or do you mean literally? Because I don't think literally. I think you want to give your ball to to your best guy in the first but game not, but to get they're, ahead. They're not doing that. They are not. I'm sorry, they're not. Because uh, Nestor Cortez has been their best starter by far this season. But we all know that Garrett Cole is going to get the ball in game one. Nestor made his last start on Saturday. He was 7-30 where he strike out 12 guys. Uh, this is one of the best ERAs that a Yankee has had, and I forget how long. I don't have the stats in front of me. The guy, what did he finish with, like a 2-5-9? So, no, I was there? right. The It would be the, the Rays or Cleveland that would match up to play the Yankees. Why is it the Rays? I just said that. We just talked about that. No, you literally just said that. No, you said they'd match up to play Houston because they want to be. Oh, okay. No, I you said, I misunderstood you then. Okay, okay, okay. So what did Nestor finish? I want to see this. What did Nestor finish with? He finished twelve and four with a two four four ERA. Two four four. Oh my! I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't add. Uh, and and Severino's pitching into the seventh here. He's got a no hitter going. Uh, isn't this a stretch so what, out game too? They want to kind of see how long he can go. I think that Boone said he was capping him at ninety. He's at oh, eighty five right now. I, with this capping bullshit, because then he'll be good for like a hundred, hundred and ten pitches in game. Uh, I guess he would pitch game three. Miguel Castro is up in the bullpen, so I don't know uh, what the Yankees' plan is here. So then, please give up a hit, please. So Nestor Cortez is. Uh, I mean, anybody that's been paying attention to the Yankees this year knows he's been their best starting pitcher. But we, all know Garrett, we all know Garrett Cole's getting the ball on October 11th. Yeah. I was thinking about it like this. It's a big status thing, just like getting the ball on opening day. So it's more of like, it's a status, it's a symbol. You know, it's like, a, you know, validation for being Again, a Again, I think that's internally. I don't think it's... I don't think realistically it is. I think internally the Yankees feel it is a status thing. They have to give it to the guy who they deem to be the ace. But I think so, it, if you're talking about 
if Garrett Cole wasn't on this team and they just had a handful of pitchers and they made the playoffs, it's not a status thing. It, it you're giving you want to you want to put yourself in the best position to especially in the ALDS to start the series with the best pitcher that gives you the best opportunity to win. No, if they had a whole bunch of random ass pitchers on this team and Nestor Cortez got the ball game one, it would stamp his status as the top pitcher in the rotation. Just like it would if because they he performed. Him. Because he performed. Right. In this case, he, you, he also performed, but it's still not getting the ball because internally the Yankees cannot face the fact that their $34 million ace wouldn't get the ball in game one. It's an internal status thing. Yeah, and also I think that if uh, you don't give the ball to Garrett Cole in game one, don't even give him the ball at all. I, I, I agree with you. And because also, I've been thinking, if he can't handle game one, what's he going to handle then? No, I mean, he's not going to handle it mentally if you skip him. He might not handle it even if you don't. You know, we were talking about this the other day when he his last star in Toronto. The guy was pitching a, no, a perfect game into the sixth inning. You know, dominant and efficient. He hangs one curveball, hits it out. Okay, fine. You know, settle it down here. And he has a complete fucking meltdown. Yeah, and that is, and that was the first time, every time that he's gone through these uh, these meltdowns that he's had this year. I said, and this is the first time I said to myself, Aaron Boone cannot allow him the opportunity to work himself out of something. So, what do you think? Even if he's pitching well in Game One, short leash on Cole. I think you have to. Yeah, yeah. Any bit of it, and it's sad. Again, we're talking about things that would. In, in the real world, it would take you out of contention for the top spot. But any bit of adversity, you got to pull Cole because clearly he just can't overcome it. And it's, I mean, if it's, it's tough to watch. Look, I, I guess in like, if he, if he gives up two home runs in the first inning, I don't know. I, I don't know if the Yankees are going to the bullpen there, but if it's a situation like plays itself out in Toronto and he, he gives up a home run and a walk in the sixth inning, and it's a three to one game. He's got to, you got to get him out. He, he doesn't, he, he has not shown the ability to work himself through these situations. And Sevy's throwing fucking gas. That was a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, I'm very, and the seventh there. inning. I'm very, behind. wow. Ooh. So, Sever, you can't pull him, bro. I don't know if I'll forgive this organization if they pull him, dude. I, honestly. Why are you pulling him? Is it worth the risk? Yeah, what risk? Of tell him getting me. hurt? Tell me. Tell me what the risks are. He gets hurt? What's the risk? What's the percentage? Where's the data? Where's the data that he can't throw more than 90 pitches tonight? Well, is he not often injured, this guy? How about, uh, how many times has it been his shoulder or his elbow? Uh, numerous times. Has it? The shoulder. Yeah, the shoulder, yes, he's had shoulder injuries. Recent? Was that this I thought year? it's been his they leg. His leg, his shoulder. He's had a lot of injuries. Again, bro, if this guy can't go out there and pitch two more innings while he has a no-hitter going, and we're nervous about him getting injured, I don't want him pitching either then. Let the guy fucking what, pitch. But what if he gives you seven innings like this in game three? Bro, Severino. Let's just give Severino a moment since coming back, has looked like the pitcher of 20, what was it, 18? First half 2018? Sure. He was on yeah. pace, he was on he was on pace for a Cy Young season that year until he kind of, he imploded in the second half and still had a good year. But, I mean, if you remember first half Seve of that year, yeah, he was, was unhittable. Right. Unhittable. We'll see. I mean, we'll see what the Yankees plan. I th maybe they will. Get, maybe they'll let him go batter to batter. I don't think he's honest to God. He's got to keep his pitch count down. They're not going to let him throw. They're not going to let him throw 120 pitches here. Luis Severino, at least when he, you know, before the injuries and stuff. Again, I'll go back to 2018 when he was on his game. Is arguably one of the one of the best pitchers in baseball. If they're going to get that out of Severino, man. You better he's pray. Talking, uh, you better pray that Cole shows up in the postseason no, because he's, he's done. He's done. He's done. Boone's talking to him and Chevy and Severino shaking his head. Wow! Oh, come on, yeah. man. Yeah, it's not. It's really not surprising to be honest with you. Come on, man. 
Boone's how how, how the, do you think this makes him feel going into the postseason now? Boone's giving him the talk. Like, we got bigger fish to fry here. Man. This is the most pitches he's thrown since June 24th. I mean, it's been over three months since he's, pitched, since he's thrown 90 pitches in a game. I mean, I get it. I mean, what's more? This is the, this is this is part of the reason why I don't really want to see Judge chase this anymore. What's more important, sixty-two or a healthy Judge for the postseason? Yeah, it's one thing I've been I've been praying that he does it, mainly because I just want to see the guy get a a day off. If he hit if he hits it in his next at bat, he's not. I doubt he plays tomorrow, either game. And Gonzalez just hit a fucking bomb. So Judge is coming up here. You need yeah, to and I'm seven, and I'm seven seconds behind you. I said I don't like that. I don't like the pitch. I don't like this pitcher giving up a home run to Marlon Gonzalez right before Judge gets up. I don't like that. So I don't think we see Judge at all tomorrow if he hits it in this at bat. That's the first part, and he might get what one, two at bats on Wednesday, and that's it. That would be what I think the plan would be. And the same thing with Severino. What's more, honestly, what's more important? Him chasing this no-hitter or him ready to go for game three? I mean, honestly, you know what the answer is. No-hitter's a big accomplishment, man. What's Is it bigger than trying to win a World Series? Uh, I, I'm. You're not going to argue. I'm. You're not going to convince me that he should have been pulled. I'm just not going to be convinced of it. There's nothing you can say that convinces me that he should have been pulled there. No, I'm. I honestly, I'm okay with it. If this was not the, his last start before the postseason, you might get a bigger argument from me. But he's ready. He he's ready to go. But he got one zero count. I do not have a one-zero count. It's like Sevy. I mean, if any, if what you're looking for, certain things is these last four games as as we come down the end of the season here. Severino looks like he's ready. And going back, Severino to my point, looks beyond ready, bro. He looks like he's on he's on another level than he's been in the last three years. So to make my point from before I was trying to make about Nestor Cortez. Should he get the ball in game one? Yeah, he's earned it. But also I've been thinking about this more and more over the past couple of days. You know who gets the ball in game five? Who? The game two starter. So then maybe it's better. Because honestly, think about it. If the Yankees are put in a do or die situation in game five, who would you rather have the ball? Garrett Cole or Nestor Cortez? Sadly, Nestor Cortez. Well, I don't... Is it sad? It, it, is, it, it sad. is sad. It is sad. It is sad. Don't talk for a minute because you talking, I know. We're, I'm I'm delayed. I'll talk. I'm delayed on judges at bat. I'm blocking Christian's face in the camera. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, right down the plate. Right down the plate. I told you I didn't like him giving up that home run to Marlon Gonzalez right before Judge got up. So the Yankees are going to have to rally a little bit to get Judge another crack here uh, on Monday night. But I was th- like I said, I've been thinking about it more and more recently, and I like the idea of Nestor going in Game Two because if the Yankees are faced with that situation where they have to win a Game Five, I'd rather Nestor Cortez be on the mound. I agree with you there. I can't disagree I mean, with you there. I mean, if you think about it, like we should be so we should be in a situation where we're like, yeah, Nestor should be game one because of of how good he's been. But it's it's not just and look, this this picture is something else, bro. Like, really? What he give up another bomb here? Stan just fucking hit one out into the fucking Gulf of Mexico. So everyone else is hitting him. Holy fuck! Holy shit! Wow. You know, you really love seeing him kind of start putting good swings on the ball. They need him. They need Stanton, man. You know, I heard people, he's, he's been struggling. We all know he's been struggling. This is probably his worst year as a Yankee. He's got 30 fucking home runs. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's but insane. anyway, people were, people were trying to make the point a couple of days ago that he shouldn't, he shouldn't start in the postseason. 
He could go 0 for 60, and I would still put him in the lineup in game one. That's not even a question. Anyone who's even questioning that is is so has such a low baseball IQ. It's it's unreal. This guy is dangerous, bro. Like just completely dangerous. So as it as it's starting to look like Judge isn't really going to get another you know chance tonight, it's possible. Um, I want to say a couple things as he gets closer to to being more likely to not break the record. I mean, he has three games left. He's not going to get the triple crown either now. And and less and less likely for the triple crown. I got to say one thing. I know it's going to feel like a letdown a little bit. If and both, he's going to cost himself those the MVP happen, too. No. That's what I'm going to say. It might feel like a little bit of a letdown, but there's two things we got to remember. One, at the end of the day, as great as this, him breaking this record would be, as great as a triple crown would be, there's more important things that we got to worry about. And Judge's legacy, you know, really relies on him becoming a winner here. And and that's the goal. And and this team's looking really good over the last couple weeks heading into the postseason. You got to be happy about that. And the other thing is it does not diminish what he's done this year if he doesn't, if he fails to win the Triple Crown or break the record. This dude has been absolutely unbelievable all year. Oh, no, but you know they're going to say he can't handle the pressure. You know, look at Shohei Otani. You know, look, it's kind of weird. I'm excited for 62. I want it to happen more than anything. Uh, Of course, I've been watching every pitch of every at-bat of his. But 61, I felt like I was anticipating it more. I felt like I wanted it more. There was a, there, it was a big deal that he hit 61. Yeah, I know. I feel like as much as I want 62, I don't feel, yeah, it just doesn't, it's not, I mean, it's going to be great if he does it, but 61 was the one. Yeah, there was something special about 61, and if he doesn't hit 62, I'll be disappointed. I, of course I want to see it, but the fact that he still hit 61 was, was fucking phenomenal, man. I never thought we'd see it, ever. Yeah, but people, oh, he's, he's still the pressure, he's... MVP, uh, you know what people are going to say if he doesn't do it. Yeah, and, and you know what they can say it all they want. It's going to be the same fucking people who all year, all you know, last two months, have been campaigning for Shohei Otani to win MVP. It's going to be those same people. So guess what? I don't, I don't respect their opinion anyway. Do you know who Stan Van Gundy is? Yes. I don't know why he thinks he needs to comment on baseball. Okay. Isn't he a isn't he a basketball or football? Yeah, he's Jeff Van Gundy's brother. Yeah, isn't he? I don't know what he does now. I I know he used to be the coach of the Magic. He coached other teams as well, but uh, he put out a tweet the other day that said, "Would you rather have Aaron Judge or a player that does what your Don Alvarez and Framber Valdez does?" Judge, like, <laughs> hold on. Let me think about it for point three seconds. Judge, <laughs> what if like that was his point in 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 trying to say that Otani should be the MVP? What? What a fucking fool! What that idiot. he's the combination of Valdez and uh, and uh, what's the other guy's name? Alvarez, who are both great players. Let me tell you but, something. If the Yankees throw a combined no hitter tonight, I better not see celebration. You want, do a you, jump. you want to shake hands a little, a little with a little more effort? Fine, but don't don't give me what the Astros did. When we you might get a little, you might get a little. That's jump. terrible. It's it's so, it's so foolish and so embarrassing to celebrate a combined no hitter. It really is, and I and I'll say it when other teams do it, and I'll say it when the Yankees do it. It's embarrassing. Don't do it. Hey, you want to you want to hug? You want to you want to you know be a little enthusiastic when you're shaking hands? Fine. Don't jump on the mound like you fucking won a World Series. Uh, don't jump. Okay. No jumping. No jumping. Uh-huh. Okay. So since we last recorded, since our last episode was on uh, last Saturday, the Yankees did clinch the American League East. Uh, didn't think we'd be saying that, to be honest with you. Yeah, pretty crazy, man. I mean, I know we talked you- about this team before the season started, you had them 
what'd you have when we did that show, you know, with MYY News to start the season? I don't know if I said third I had them second, I, was, I think. I had Toronto winning it. I had the Yankees second and the Rays third, Boston fourth, and Toronto and uh, Orioles fifth, which the Orioles, man, what a great year for them. Yeah, but I lost a lot of respect for them. So did weekend. I. So did I. I was rooting for them when they were when they, they actually took the third wild card for a minute there, and I was actually rooting for them. But they clear. I mean, yesterday you can say that they did, but the first couple games of the series they wanted no part of Aaron for Judge. sure. Like, for sure, so, it I was. Mean, it, it seemed deliberate. So, you know, and I know a lot of people were are pulling, were wanting to pull receipts after the Yankees clinched. That's fine, dude. Like, but. We always say, man, like if we're going to have a take on here where where it's negative towards the Yankees, want to be wrong about it. Like I don't, I didn't sit here and want to say that this was a fourth place team. It was just, it was just how I felt about them or a third place team. You have to look at look at the facts here and and know that the Yankees last year made the postseason by one game. Bro, they were the second wild card. Bro, the only reason why they won the division was because of the run that they went on, and no one could have expected that. Even the even the biggest Yankee optimist couldn't have expected that. And I've said it all year. I think the Yankees are winning in spite of Cashman, not because of him. And when you go okay. into the season the way this team was constructed, you cannot sit here and tell me that that you were wrong for thinking that this team wouldn't come close to winning the division. I, right. You can't. You couldn't sit there and tell me that the Yankees' big move this year, Josh Donaldson and IKF, put them over the top. That they this made them a what are they going to finish with? 97, 98 wins. That 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 improved the team by what they win ninety two. That that made the difference in six bro, wins. Bro, honest question. Think about it for a second. If Judge just has a normal year. How many less wins does this team have this year? I don't know. Considering that he's got four walk-offs, I mean, you want to say at least... least I mean, you got to go at least five to ten games. At least. I mean, him alone, having the year that he's had, has catapulted this team. All right, this is coming into tonight, all right? So the Yankees currently... And this is all you need to know about. So you want to talk about the MVP race? And I know war is a flawed stat, but I like it. for. I'm going to use it to make my argument here, okay? Coming into tonight, the Yankees have an eight-game lead over the Toronto Blue Jays. I mean, it, it now it really doesn't matter because they, it's, it's, they've wrapped it up. So you've seen them kind of take their foot off the pedal a little bit here. But Not really. They've still been winning. But you see some of the lineups they're putting out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, unlike tonight, like they played LeMay four innings. Like they're not going to, if they were really trying to win these games, LeMay was not playing. Yeah. And he looks good, by the way. So the Yankees are up by eight games in a division, right? So you want to talk about MVP uh, race. What's Judge's war? Can you, do you know it off the top of your head? Is it in the tens? It's 10 and a half. Yeah. That's crazy. That's the division right there. Yes. Uh, easily. Now, that's assuming he doesn't play at all this year. But it, even if you want to cut that in half, even if you want... What was his war last year? Oh, where can you find that? Is it, uh, I'll it's, find it in two seconds. That's the one thing about baseball references. That it doesn't... It, that's not readily available. It's not. No, last year's war, it has his career war. Should be under advanced. I don't know. Thought I could just maybe fucking. Oh, uh, here it is. I oh, know. I don't know. Couldn't have been anywhere close to ten and a half. Ten and a half is is. Who's it's the last? Insane. What'd they say? Uh, Babe Ruth was the last one to have a war like that. If they calculated it back then, no, I'm sure Barry Bonds was a ten more. No, 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 for the Yankees. Oh, I don't know. Judge had a. Well, this is fan graphs. Fan graphs calculates war differently than uh, baseball reference. That's the one that seems to be used the most. His 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 F war 
is 11.4 this, this year? year. Okay. Yeah. It was five and a half last okay. year. Okay. And he had a great year last year, no? Yeah. I thought he played really well last year. Okay. So, so we're talking a minimum five, five and a half games. Well, you don't have to worry about that combined don't hitter anymore. They gave up a hit. Yeah. Oh, good. I mean, this is where Corey Kluba, you know, Corey Kluba, who's a starting pitcher, he, this is where he threw his no hitter last year. Was it in Texas? Yeah. Huh. But, um, so the Yankees, I wanted to bring this up here because uh, we need to kind of figure out who is going to. Let's say Garrett Cole doesn't suck in game one and pitches exactly like we need him to. He's still not going to go. He, he's still not going to go nine innings. Nestor Cortez, even if he continues how great he's been in game two, not going nine innings. The Yankees need somebody to close ball games. And right now, this is as bad of a Yankee bullpen as I can ever remember them having. It's pretty bad. It's uh, pretty all over the place. How how disappointing is Zach Britton, by the way? Um, why did you expect anything from him? It's not that I expected something from him. It's more that I at least expected him to come back and be healthy. I mean, the guy is just a walking fucking injury. Yeah, but I didn't realize this. And they, they mentioned it a couple of days ago is that he didn't get a full Tommy John surgery. It, it's like some, it's considered Tommy John, but it's like a half-assed Tommy John mm-hmm. where it allows you to rehab quicker. Okay. So. Never heard of it. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know all the details of it, but there's something that they do differently in it that allows you to come back faster or else he would have never been able to come back this year at all. But I don't know what people were thinking they were going to get from Jack Burton. Did we he, hear what the injury was that he left uh, the game with? They call it shoulder fatigue, I believe. <laughs> so it wasn't even the the Tommy John flaring up. That's I don't know, dude. That's just what they call shit. I don't know what to tell you. But I know I saw people out there that were like, "Well, Zach Britton can come back. He could." I don't want him to. He could. Uh, he could have closed in the postseason. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know why you put you put your hopes in on that there. And I think a role as Chapman signed his uh, death certificate yes. last uh, yesterday. I can tell you one guy who who I don't think I want to see on the postseason roster. Who Miguel Castro? Yeah, yeah. I think though that he will be on the postseason roster. To be honest with you, see, a lot of people are bringing this up, and it's a fair point: is that the Yankees don't have a lot of swing and miss in that bullpen right now. And I think, I think that's the thing that kind of scares me a little bit about Chapman is that he is the kind of the one guy that might possess it with his arsenal, that the Yankees might keep him around for that. But I don't know how the, the hell that they could look at this guy and think that he's going to get big outs for them. There's one thing that needs to happen, and it's the one thing that Chapman seems to struggle with the most for him to get swing and miss stuff. He's throw strikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a big problem. It's kind of tough to have swing and miss stuff when you can't find the strike zone. If you can't find the strike zone, then your swing and miss stuff goes bye bye. Because then, then you can't, you can't, you can't work that way. Then you're throwing cock shots, moon shots down the plate, and even then he can't do it. I mean, Lou Trevino's pitched really well as a Yankee, but he's more of a contact guy. You know, Holmes is even when he was at his best, is not was not a high strikeout guy, and he's sinker, he's, he's hurt. Right now, but the Yankees said it should be good for game one. Uh, Marinaccio, you know, he's not a high strikeout guy either, but he's going to be shut down for the rest of the regular season with the shin issue, which is apparently he's been dealing with for a while. Uh, you got, uh, I guess, Luizica. Is he your best option to be the closer? Probably. Probably, not, but I'm, can, you, but I'm not, not that. I'm not that confident in it. That's the problem is, man, like this is this is where Frankie Montas being a pile of shit and being hurt now on top of it, mm-hmm. it really hurts the Yankees because if he could have stepped in here 
and been the guy that the Brian Cashman thought he was trading for, he could be one of your top four starters along with Cole. Sev- uh, Cole, uh, what's his jerk off's name? Tyone. Tyone and Cortez, right? And Severino could be pumping a hundred mile an hour gas in the eighth and ninth inning closing games for you. And you know that's not their plan if they stretch him out tonight and absolutely not. No, he's game he's the game three starter. Yeah, he's gotta be. Maybe maybe Herman. I don't think Herman has the, the mental makeup for the closing role, but maybe. All right. So Peraz is going to lead off with a single here. So the Yankees are going to get, have to get a couple guys on in the ninth to get Judge up here. So it's already one. Here's Hicks. Uh-huh, Hicks. While we're waiting for Judge to come up, um, Yankees are going to have a, a a really tough time figuring out who's going to be on this roster. And you got to ask yourself if if guys like Carpenter are coming back and Benintendi for the postseason, are you comfortable with them since they haven't picked up a bat in so long in a real game with the way these kids have been hitting? Like, like yeah, taking Cabrera you. out of this out of this lineup is very difficult. Yeah. But I texted this to you the other day, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with this. If Andrew Benintendi is healthy, he's he's starting in left yeah, field. Yeah, no, we, we talked about this last episode, and I agree. Yeah, but I also didn't bring this up last episode, and it, I'm going to say, and here's another guy, Scott Efros, who's been relatively good for the Yankees, but another guy that doesn't have swing and miss stuff. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's a problem. But here's... And he's going to get the opportunity to close this game tonight. So maybe this is a test for him. I don't know. Is that what Yankees are thinking to have Efros close? Well, he closed for a while, remember? Before he got hurt. Twice and then he got fucking hurt. I think it was more than twice. Maybe I'm wrong. Three times? It wasn't that many I thought it was for for a decent amount of time he was closing. But as, look, Oswaldo Cabrera played like three games in the outfield in, in the minor leagues and then the Yankees were like, okay, you're a right fielder now. And he's done a really good job. And then and then Bader came back, and you know they, that, that's what they wanted because then they wanted to shift Judge to right field. So they did also didn't want to take Oswaldo out of the lineup. So he became a left fielder, and he did a pretty good job there. But, dude, some of these routes he takes, bro, is like – You hold your breath a little bit. Exactly. And for that point alone, you know Andrew Ben Tenney's a professional outfielder. Yes. Now what about Bader? Bader's phenomenal out there too. Yeah, but wouldn't I mean honestly? Would you would even if Benintendi is not a hundred percent at the bat and but good enough to start? Would you take the loss of offense to to have that outfield? I I think I would. To be honest with you, yeah, I would. I think he's I think he's talented enough and a good enough hitter to still if he's in that lineup he's gonna he's gonna Put the bat in the ball. He's going to make contact, and he's not, he's, he's not a high chase guy. So you know he's going to give. He's going to only really swing at strikes. Now what if I mean DJ looks like he feels good. He, he's he's taking some honest. of the best swings he's he's had in in a while. You know he, he looks comfortable again at the plate. Yeah, but the Yankees still haven't played him a full nine innings since he came off the IL. He's got to he's got to get one of these next three games and and play. But even if he does, bro, where game. are you playing him? Where are you playing him? We talked about this. He's going to be a bench guy. You know, I don't. I didn't know Aaron Hicks was born in October. I, I don't like that, to be honest with you. I'm really upset by that. Is he that. a birthday coming up in a couple of days? Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's tomorrow. I was Holy really shit. upset Happy by that. Happy birthday, man. Thanks, bro. That's uh, not why I was bringing that up. But I'm just saying, like, I don't like the fact that I was born in the same month as Aaron Hicks. Yeah. I'm just not a big, I'm not a big fan of that, to be I honest wouldn't with be you. Either. Hicks walks he, Throws the fucking bat like he's a. I can't. Do you see? Him. Did you see him last night when he made that really nice catch? How he can, he can never just make the catch. He's always got to have that like, that like swag, like cocky demeanor. Like you're the last person who should be cocky. All right, so IKF is up now. So that's seven. The Yankees are gonna have to get one more on without hitting into a double play to get Judge up here in the ninth inning. 
see if they did it. And what was that game? That was it. That was the mid. Was that the middle game against Baltimore? Yes. When they were they fucking when they rallied to get him back up again? That was Saturday, I believe. That was Saturday. Man, I'll tell you what, bro. Like, you want to talk about a guy that's universally loved and respected in, in his in his clubhouse? Like, if you're if you're in the Yankees brass, like you just watch this team rally in a meaningless game to get Aaron Judge another at bat so he can get a crack at this record. And you're and this is a potentially a guy that you're gonna let walk out your fucking door. <laughs> uh, I don't I know, mean, man. I don't know if they're gonna sign him. I don't know how you don't, but I don't know. There's gonna be a lot of teams chasing him. There's really two. There's really gonna be two teams that the Yankees are gonna have to compete with. I think with. three. Well, who's the third team? Well, you got who are you talking about? Giants? Giants and the Mets. And I think the Dodgers. Yeah, I don't know. See, that's the thing. I don't know about the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers are going to have to reach their limit at some point. They just set a franchise record for wins. Now I'm going to give Aaron Judge $500 million. Yeah, but didn't don't they have some guys coming off the books next year? I don't know. Do they? Trey Turner's still there right now, right? I believe, yeah, he's I believe he's right a free now. agent next year. Is he a free agent this year or next year? This year coming up. This offseason. Yeah, the, Maybe that's I'm what I'm saying. Or next year. Okay. Okay. But that also doesn't free up a spot in their outfield. You make room for Aaron Judge. I understand that, but I'm telling you, I think that the Yankees really have just two people to worry about, two teams to worry well, about. Well, at, at the very least, you know, the Dodgers are going to be there to... to... No, so Trey Turner is a free agent at the end of this season. You know the, you know the Dodgers will be there to, to run up the money. God forbid the Yankees make a run at him. Now nah, they did look. Egos are involved now, so you know you know Cashman's going to be stubborn. You know he just can't take the L here and say, "Hey, we risked." You know we all took a risk, us and you, and you and you came out on top. You came out with the leverage, man. So so here's your blank check. You write it. You know he's not doing that. And that's what it's going to take. He, well, he, I'll tell you, I know exactly what it's going to take. It's going to take $1 more than what Garrett Cole makes. I disagree. I don't think Judge is, is about that. No, I do. And I, I, I tell think you, it's going to, I think exact- it's going to be all about the market, man. I think it's going to, it's going to come down to being $1 more than what he's being offered somewhere else. If he, I'm telling you right now, if I, if he gets offered, I don't think, honestly, I don't think he wants to leave. I got that feeling from him. Uh, was it after sixty when he hit? Was it after sixty? Was it after sixty when he when it, it had to be after sixty because he did the press conference. Yeah, yeah, it was after sixty, I believe. And ICAF is going to ground to it. Nope, he beats it out here. So, okay. I got that was the first time all year. Like I, I really got the sense he didn't want to go anywhere. And just the way, and I said, and I did. If you're a member, uh, uh, NYY News TV member, I do a bunch of these quick takes, like these three-minute videos uh, that Pete posts on the, in the member section. And I said it. like It could just be that this is how I want to feel. This is how I want to interpret it. But, man, this is a guy that doesn't want to leave. He I, doesn't. I like, agree I, with you. But And that's what I'm saying. Like I think that if you give him, you say, what's, what's Cole's number, 324? Here's 325. He's not going to leave. He's got to be the highest paid guy in that room. At this point, dude, if you're not going to sign the deal before the season, how are you signing anything without hearing offers from everyone? Because he's getting $110 million more than what the Yankees offered him in the offseason. That's why. Why are we I think that's... And I think... Oh, no, that's... Yeah, why are we bunting? What the fuck is he doing? Is he bunting again? No. What? What's the count you got there? Oh, one. He's stepping back into the box? Pitch is about to be thrown. So while Higashioka is up at the plate, this is the, this is the new... 
controversy that people are trying to create. He's the starting catcher in the postseason. Hey, man. He's been hot lately. He's been very hot. You got to play your hot hand. If he rides this into the postseason, I'm not opposed to it. I'm really not. I don't know how. I. He's been uh, that good. He's been that good lately. You're going to pair him with Cole, knowing the numbers? <laughs> Maybe not. Isn't that funny? Last year, our ace could pitch to one catcher. <laughs> now our ace can't pitch to any, but he's better to the other one that he that he didn't pitch to last year. It's like two and a half runs of difference. It's just, that should have been the first red flag. It really should have been. To, but to me, it's not, though, because there's a lot of aces. No, 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 no. Had- oh, oh, okay. Well, to me, if an ace comes in and, and you feel like he needs to pitch to a specific catcher to be as effective as he can be. You think Greg Maddox sucked? Greg Maddox, no. He had his own personal catcher. Greg Maddox was also a different type of pitcher. When did he have a personal catcher? In Atlanta. His whole career? I remember that he wouldn't throw to Javi Lopez. When was this, though? Later in his career when he was more of a crafty guy? When they were getting their ass kicked by the Yankees in the World Series. All right. Fair enough. Think Randy Johnson was a pile of shit? No. But the Yankees... Yeah, I mean, but he also had his own issues with catchers and guys that he would only throw to. Yeah, but here, not- yeah, but here's the thing. You know, you know how you have you know everyone knows a person that ends up fighting with everyone around him, and then at some point you have to say, Okay, maybe it's this person and it's not the other people. If Garrett Cole if Garrett Cole was the same and, and still more effective with Agashioka than Trevino, maybe I'd say there's something to it. He had a personal catcher in, in Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now the personal catcher is different. Now he can't throw to his personal catcher anymore. So who is it? Is it the catcher or is it him? Well, it's clearly him now. Right. That's my point. But you're saying, but no, your point was that that was a red flag, but to, it, to me, I, it I still think it's a red flag. I mean, no, it's it, now Marlon Gonzalez. here has got a lot of pressure on himself here. Two outs. Can't leave Judge on deck. You can, you can. He's got uh, you you, to take one for the team here. You can blow the at bat for me. I don't care with with Gonzalez. But if Judge yep. does get up, he's going to leave Judge on deck. Swings at the first pitch, pops it up. Juan Gonzalez deserves to be designated for assignment right there. And Judge is staring at him I'm like you fucking asshole. Well, look, Judge again had a lot of good pitches to hit tonight. He's going to do it for me on my birthday, okay? You think so? He fucking better, dude. I'm, I don't really want to watch the game on Wednesday. I'm going to be honest with you. I, yeah, you know, I was looking forward to, like, <laughs> not having to. I'm telling you, bro, it's not just that I'm watching the games. It's that every time Judge comes up, I'm blasting the volume on the TV. I'm standing up. I call, scream for my kids to come in the room. It's every at-bat. And we're talking some days he's he's got five five plate appearances. I just want him to get it over with. Yeah, I mean, like yesterday, I didn't want to watch. I mean, I was watching a giant game where, like, I had to keep flicking back and forth to to make sure I didn't miss anything. I ended up watching more of the Yankee game than I thought I was going to because, like, it's like, oh, he's four guys away. Like, I'm going to make sure they don't rally. You know, while the Giants are actually functioning well, I want to pay a little bit of attention to them before, you know, they they inevitably come back down to earth here. Okay. I gotta, I gotta, I hate to admit it, but I, I really, I find it very difficult to root against the Giants with their head coach. I really love them. I, I, you know what? I know he probably doesn't know fucking a whole uh, a whole lot about baseball, but you know, maybe the Yankees can bring him in. Maybe. Maybe. You definitely, you definitely know that they won't fucking whack a set of balls, and there'll be definitely be accountability on that on this team. But hey, you know what? We're a week away from the postseason, and we'll see what happens. Hey, th- listen. Like I said, this team, this team did what they had to do in the last few weeks of the season, and that was kind of go back 
come back into form, start winning ball games. Well, Efros has three uh, saves, so I mean, I'm guessing those were were they all with the Yankees? They had to be, and and you got to remember too. He really was the closer when when Holmes got hurt up until when he got hurt, but there wasn't a lot of games to close out. Wasn't a lot of save opportunities. This was during a stretch when the Yankees were just losing a lot of games. So. Yeah, man. Just he, he he's got it. Look, honestly, this is what I'm gonna say to him. If I'm Boone, you got tomorrow, I'll play you both ends of the doubleheader. But if you don't get it done, you're not playing on Wednesday. Yeah, but you have to remember they have a week off. Why are we risking it for this fucking home run at this point? Because, dude, it's that big of a deal. You can DH the guy. He's been healthy all year, knock wood. You let him play. You let him play until he does it. Yeah, people think he was injury prone because some fucking jerk off hit him in the fucking hand. We don't need that shit happening. I get it, but some moments are bigger than than the game. You got to let him play. You know, if he gets hurt, they're not winning the World Series. Like, there's just there's just no shot of Christian. Him even if he doesn't win it, they they have a diff- They might have a difficult time. It really it it hinges on one guy, in my opinion, and that guy is Garrett Cole. No, I I really think it's a role as Chapman, bro. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Impact player. Look, it, I'm. I think that Garrett Cole is a lot like A-Rod, bro. Until he, he's going to have this on him, until he doesn't... He, he can't... It's one of those situations where he people are going to say he can't do it until he does it, and then when he does it, he'll have it forever. But we just have to hope that he does it. Maybe. I, I hope so. I still think he has it in him somewhere. I mean, if he goes out there, I mean, God forbid the Yankees lose in the ALDS, but he, he has two starts. He goes 14 innings, allows two runs, strikes out 23 batters. I mean, we're, are we we got to obviously say it's not his fault. Now, it, listen, some people take this as a, as a negative thing. I take it as something to be optimistic about. It's clearly a mental issue. Clearly. And, I mean... Has this stuff maybe not been not been as filthy since the spider tax shit? I'm sure there's nerds out there that will that will argue it, but I credit the spider tack menting him up more mentally than anything because I feel like I, he's I told you this. Yes, yeah, I feel like week. I feel like he's out there not just to prove to the world that he can do it without it. I think he's there to prove to himself, and he hasn't really been able to do it even though you see, still see glimpses of the same dominance, and he's got to focus on that. He's got to focus on those six innings where he looked fucking brilliant the other day. And then he implodes, and it's like it's like you see a completely different human being on the mound in that, in that moment. Right. I mean, with one strikeout tomorrow, he's going to go down as his Yankee single-season strikeout king. So, I mean, you know, the stuff is there. The stuff is obviously there. No one is doubting stuff that Garrett Cole brings to the mound. What we're doubting is the stuff that's in between his ears. I agree. What's up there? Is that enough? Is he tough enough mentally I to personally to a World Series? I personally believe that he is. And I think that he's going through something right now that he... He's so it's it's the presence. Well, of, maybe they should let Amy into the clubhouse and give him a little maybe, tug before he goes out. Maybe there a little happy ending. Maybe a little happy on ending. Massage, calm him down, calm him down, and drain him, and that's it. Maybe that's what it takes. But I feel like the presence of knowing that there's a mental issue going on is what is killing him. He's not facing it head on. He's allowing it to just keep eating him up each and every time he goes out there. And at this point, he's got to go to he's got to put his head on the pillow regardless of what happens tomorrow. And he's got to know that only one thing matters. And that's when he picks up that baseball on October 11th and throws that first pitch. And that game is the only game that matters from here on out. And that's it. 
And so, oh, that's it. Yanks will win this one. Okay. 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 And Aaron Hicks wants to fight the. No, Aaron Hicks doesn't want to fight anybody. Okay. So two more wins and uh, we get to a hundred, which is pretty big accomplishment considering this team is on pace to win like one eighteen and then fell off the face of the earth and it was looking uh, almost impossible that they that they'd hit the hundred mark. And uh, it's right in front of them. So Stanton and Gonzalez go deep. Sandwiched around Judge not going deep. Uh-huh. Okay. So, I'm just I'm frustrated for him. You know he wants to do it. I don't know if he, he does, does, man. I don't know if he if he does it. I know he wants to. I, I just don't know if he does it. And I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, 61. I mean, that's what we were saying. Like, 61 was the number he had to get to. Maybe it's just meant to be that way. Goddamn Roger Maris. He still did it in, in fewer games than Maris, so. He's a son of a bitch, man. Like, I just want to get that number nine unretired. Just add the nine to it. Just add an extra nine to it. Yeah, well, what happens if he leaves then? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about a guy who we don't even know if he's here next year. That's what's that. That's why, like, another part of me is like, you know, this is a lot of fun that this is happening, and that we have this. But like, what's it going to mean if he's not a Yankee next year? It's going to be, um, it's going to be a very, very difficult pill to swallow, and I don't know how. I will feel as a as a diehard fan of this team. I don't know what level of of support I can give to a team that allows a man like this to walk. I don't know. We have to sink Hal's yacht for sure. For sure. I mean, that's a bare minimum, right? We sink the yacht. I think the best we got to hit him where they're most when they're most vulnerable. And I can tell you that that is definitely Cashman's camp out. So uh, we already have that plotted. When when he does the camp out thing, we can get him. Can we get to him though? Yeah, we can ransack him for sure. Just zip up the fucking sleeping bag and throw him in a river somewhere. Yeah, yeah for sure. Dude, it's that's fucked up. That's gonna be cold. Sign the guy. Simple as that. Sink, I'm sink. We gotta sink his fucking boat, dude, for sure. I'll go to games next year, but no chicken buckets. Yeah, I don't know. Much. I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm gonna be spending money to go to games if they I'm, let him I'm, walk. I'll go. I'll go to a game next year, but no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the sandwiches from outside. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna get some fucking Purdue chicken nuggets and bring them in there. Okay, wow. and then I. Okay. Wow. Because that'll really that you want to get you really want to piss off how with the cheese in the middle, the really cheap ones. Nah, the nah, fuck that, dude. <laughs> Bring in outside chicken nuggets to Yankee Stadium. That's a fuck. That'll. That's a low that's blow. Fuck, that's a that is a low blow right there. That's crossing the line that I'm willing to cross. You know what, bro? And you know what? Because they have a partnership with Pepsi, I'm gonna drink cold cola wow. with those chicken nuggets. Wow. Fuck it. That's how you. That's how you get them, bro. That's Fuck how you it. fucking get them. Wow. But no, they're signing Aaron Judge, bro. They're, they're gonna. They have to. I don't know. Man. The fuck, they're not gonna sign this guy. I I can't think of a scenario where they can just allow him to walk. But there's something deep down inside of me that is uh, is holding back. And saying it's, that it's possible. Well, I'll tell you what it is. Steve Cohen offers them half a billion dollars. Well, that's why I said it. It's not an. It's not necessarily getting paid a dollar more than you know the highest paid guy in the clubhouse. We're talking about a completely different animal here now. That that you didn't sign him before the season started. Yeah, but I'm saying if the numbers are comparable, I think if he gets that number from the Yankees, he'll sign here. I don't think he's looking for. This is just me personally. I don't think he's looking for every last dollar. Like. If the number's 324, what is it, 324 for Cole? If the Yankees offer him 330 and the Mets are at 340, 350, I don't see him going to Queens for $20 million. That's just me personally. No, I, 
I agree with you there. For fifth, for <laughs> but we know it's it's going to be astronomical. If someone's uh, it, really going to go into a bidding war with the Yankees over Aaron Judge, you know it's going to be obnoxious. That's what I'm saying. If you need an obnoxious. You need an obnoxious owner who only does it to run up the price, and also says, "But if he does take it, I'm fine with it because I got that fuck you money." And that's Steve Cohen. Yeah. So far as fuck you money, got him to blow an eleven game lead in the division, but we won't talk about that. Listen, I, I think people are really tough on the Mets, including their own fans. Here, we're not talking about a collapse if the, like if the Yankees did it. The hey, they Yankee, got swept by the look. They got swept by the Cubs, bro. Listen, I mean, listen. They lost the series to the Washington Nationals during all this. I understand, and I understand the sweep of the Braves was detrimental, and you couldn't let it happen. I understand it's still bad, but let's not talk about it like it's an epic collapse here, just as if it's the still- Yankees did it, because the Yankees weren't being chased. The Yankees made it close on their own, okay? The Braves have been playing out of their fucking mind. I get that. I tr- trust me, I do. But still can't happen. No, I agree with you. But I'm not going to sit here and call it an epic collapse like everyone else is, including their own fans. It's pretty bad, though. It's if bad. You, if, it's bad. And, and I'd be the, extremely angry. If the Red Sox were a 97-win team right now and caught the Yankees after the Yankees had a 10-win, 10 uh, 10-game lead in the division, you'd be pissed right now. Yeah, I'd be pissed. But the Yankees, are, the Mets are still on pace to win 100 games. Yeah, that's just more of a. That's more. There's ups and downs to every season. This is more of a case where you're just facing a fucking phenomenal team. But if you're up ten, you shouldn't blow it. No, I agree with you, but it's not so much them blowing it as it is the other team playing out of their mind. Hey, when you lose, when you get swept by the Cubs, when the when the Braves are as hot as they are, that's that's kind of is blowing it. When all you have to do is win one out of three games in Atlanta, when you have your top three pitchers Bro, blowing. for them not to blow a 10-game lead, you're expecting them to win 105, 106 games. That's crazy. I'm just saying it's bad. I'm just not going to call it an epic collapse. I'm going to call it a choke a choke job, maybe. Well, I think it's a choke I mean, job. To get swept this weekend was a choke job. With your two two of the best pitchers in baseball, You can't. it can't happen. They choked. They didn't collapse. They choked. Look, normally I don't give a shit what the Mets do, but, you know, after they swept the Yankees in July, they were hanging fucking banners in, in the outfield for it. So, I mean, they, they, you know, they could still win the World Series. So, you know, that's that's the beauty of baseball. But, I mean, like, this is why people have to just tense during the course of 162 games. Yeah, the problem with the Mets right now is not so much that they're that they blew the division, or at least seemingly so. It's... It's the consequences of it. The path that they now have to take to win everything is astronomically more difficult than if they had won the division. I could, because, you know, even if you you sweep the uh, the wild card series, now you're going into the division series where you're probably not seeing the ground to what game three, Scherzer yeah. game four. So you're only going to get you're only going to get those guys once, right? As opposed to that's four out of five starts is being is going to be made by those two guys most likely, yeah. So, um, so I was going to say something, but I forgot now. I don't know what it was. I hate that when the thought is in your head, and then it's right. It's time for it to come out, and then you don't you don't have it anymore. Okay. Story of my life. Okay. It mm-hmm. doesn't come out. Okay. okay. Well, I mean, you want to talk about pitching, though, right now. Oh, that's what it was. You know, because DeGrom and Scherzer both, especially for them, they were pretty bad over the weekend. And I saw a lot of Yankee fans tweeting, like, oh, how come DeGrom and Scherzer aren't going to get ripped like Cole gets ripped? Well, because first of all, okay, they had, this is what, one bad start, maybe two bad starts in a row for DeGrom. Scherzer's been pretty good all year. Cole, Cole, Call for being an ace has been fucking terrible this season, okay? And number two, I don't really care. Like, honestly, I don't know why a lot of Yankee fans were, were, were so worried about uh, people, like, ripping on uh, DeGrom and Scherzer. Like, I only, I only care 
about what uh, what Garrett Cole does. Yeah. So, and the Yankees have to be really, really encouraged by uh, by Luis Severino tonight, man. The guy was throwing smoke. You know, seven innings, no hit baseball tonight. So, I mean, like, if, I, I think you can feel pretty confident in two out of the three guys that are going to take the ball in the, wild, in, in the division series right now. In a crazy parallel universe, you could maybe make the argument that your best course of winning in the postseason slots Garrett Cole as the third pitcher at this point in time. Possible. It's possible. Possible. And I wish we were saying that because they were all on such a level that right. he was just, but he, it's just, it's just that year for him, man. You know, we're going to have to, like we said a couple of weeks ago, it, it's just going to have to come down to what this guy does in October. Look, and, there's, there's, I'll, I'll end with this as far as Cole's concerned. I know there's a lot of aspects to his season that were good. The strikeouts were pretty dominant. And that's and about I'm, it. And I'm sure there's a bunch of nerds out there that continue to make the case of why he was great. But you cannot sit here and tell me with a straight face that he had the season that we expect out of him when he's when he's pitching to a, what, 3-5-1 ERA? 3 His ERA is a run higher than, at least a run higher than Nestor Cortez's. So... I don't care what kind of stats you come at me with. I don't care about the strikeouts. The end of the day, you can't sit here and, and tell me in a serious way that Garrett Cole was the guy anywhere near the guy that we expect him to be. He was not, but that's the great thing about baseball. He's going to have the ball in his hands on October 11th. And that's and all that matters. Lot. And that's his. That's his going to be his time to rewrite his 2022 season. So we'll be back before the postseason starts. Postseason starts on uh, October 11th, and we'll have a show before that time. So we'll, we'll be back to preview who their – we'll know who their opponent is. We can look at, at how the Yankees match up against. It's going to be either the – the uh, oh, can't say Indians. Uh-huh. Okay, say okay. Indians. Against the Redskins, Guardians. Okay. okay. Or uh, or the Rays. So we'll take a look at that next week when we come back. Uh, if you haven't already, go to patreon.com slash NYYST. Become a patron of the show. Follow us on Twitter at NYYST underscore podcast. And go to, uh, if you're watching on uh, NYY News TV, please subscribe and like this video. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating and review. Okay, did we forget anything? Okay, no, I think we're good. All right, all right, okay, all right. So the Yankees are, are getting ready to wrap up the regular season here with three more in Texas. Hopefully one of those games will feature an Aaron Judge home run. We'll get 62 out of the way, and then we could just chill until October 11th. All right, so thank you for your continued support and listening to episode 301 of the NYYST podcast. Chris, say goodbye. NYYST. This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk. Yep. Swinging for the fences, knock it out the park. This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk. Woo. Christian and Chris, of course, SGR. Yep. This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk. Call me New York, Yankee Sports Talk. Uh. Record, rain, and shine. Grab your shades and umbrellas. NYYST, you're hanging with the fellas.